0: A lot of business owners get hung up on creating the curriculum for their event agenda and Yifat's got this super simple fabulous way of helping us get past that block and I can't wait for you to hear it. Inquiring minds want to know how are entrepreneurs like us daring bravely to build a stage ditch the sweatpants and step up to the mic How do we create our own transformative events so we can get our message out into the world in a bigger way that's not only profitable, but it's actually something we can be proud of? That's the question, and the answers are inside this podcast. My name is Sarah Fafer. Welcome to Green Room Central. Hey, it's Sarah. I have an invitation for you right now you can join entrepreneurs from across the globe who share a passion for hosting their own events. Become part of the community that inspires and cheers you on over at greenroomcentral.com. Today, I brought Ifat Cohen, Wizard of Jackpot Moments, into Green Room Central Studios. She runs an engagement marketing business that helps entrepreneurs establish instant trust with their prospects and add an additional 10 to 20% to their bottom line without paying for more leads. She runs two types of events, her live call-in show, Leaders Rising Up, and intimate live workshops inside of her group coaching program. She believes that in our overly connected world, we are starving for connection, and those who provide that human connection at scale will win in the long run. Ifat, welcome. Say hello to Lynchpin Nation. Thank you so much for having me, Sarah. Fun to be here. Oh, thrilled to have you. I want to dive right in and ask you, what is the difference between a live stream and a static video? I think most people do live streams wrong and you're going to set us straight. Totally. So
1: it's really interesting, right? Because people are taking what they've done for years and now just using the same tools to keep doing the same exact thing. So if you're thinking about like marketing, the way it started from where the beginning, right? It's always a one-way street. Either it's direct mail, I'm talking to you. Newsletters, I'm talking to you. Blogging, I'm talking to you. Teleseminars, I'm talking to you. Webinars, I'm talking to you. Video, I'm talking to you. Live stream, I'm talking. Why? Are you talking to me live streams we can talk to each other right, but they just took another way of technology and just using it to again put themselves on the podium. broadcast right one way situation and then maybe respond to those people who comment. So the question to me is this if you're not interacting with people live, why would I stop everything that i'm doing right now watch you live when I can just wait, watch it on my own time, twice as fast, skip the boring parts, and then just get the one thing that you're going to give me anyway. What's the difference between you going live, not talking to me at all and me watching a video whenever I want to.
0: Ah, solid gold advice because I, I, so often when someone shares their, uh, their, their event vision with me for, um, you know, a virtual or in-person event, uh, I have to stop them partway through and go, Okay, wait, (laughs) you haven't yet shared with me why it's important for me as the guest to drop everything and show up for you live. Yeah, you haven't hooked me yet. Nothing. (laughs) It's a big deal. It's a big deal to even if it's a virtual event, it is a big deal to pause our regularly scheduled programming of our lives and show up for somebody live. It's our most precious gift, our time. And like you said, if I could just like watch the recording later while I'm folding laundry or on the Peloton, then why wouldn't I choose that option? And you know, it's, it's really interesting because now I watch everything as twice as fast.
1: So people are (laughs) very slowly talking to me, right? Everything's like so motion. So if you can't get to the point, right, right away, then you lost me regardless of where I am, regardless of where it's live, regardless of the gimmicks and all that stuff, right? If I'm not a part of it, if I'm a passive viewer and not an active participant, there's no point in live because so much technology, so many things can break down when you're doing live. There's no redos, right? Like happens when you're going live, (laughs) right? (laughs) And so why do all these things when all you're gonna do is share a PowerPoint Right. Talk to me over the thing because you're the guy important to, you know, you have something to say. And you go, you wonder like, hey, how come only 20 people are watching? Dude, you're
0: boring. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for being brutally honest with us. But it's what we need to hear. It's what we need to hear. Uh, all right I want to move into 2022 for a little bit with you and you have been saying that the biggest gold rush of 2022 is hidden right under no- our noses I want to know what is it so it's very interesting and I think I
1: played this game with you but if I did even play it with me again right so uh so there's a Chinese dude I played it with you right there's a Chinese I don't think dude you played this one with me no okay so there's a Chinese guy called the king of lipstick, which is in itself kind of like, really guy putting lipstick and that's your thing. But he goes live, he has 40 million followers. He goes live to sell lipstick and related products, okay? Uh, He's live for 12 hours, which, you know, pee pee break, (laughs) but he goes live for 12 hours, right? And he makes an insane amount of sales. So let's do, what do you think? Like how much did he make in 12 hours of a live stream selling lipstick and
0: lipstick products. Oh my gosh. So you said you said like 40 million? Yeah, 40 million. Yeah. Uh I I can't even wrap my brain around that number, but um I don't know. Let's let's say like uh I don't know. It's lipstick. It's not very high ticket. Uh, I know. I don't know, a million and a half? I know why? Keep going up. More? Um yeah. uh 4 million? Keep going up. <laughs> what? I don't even know if I can get there. Uh, what? That's no 10. One point sixty five billion dollars
1: in 12 hours selling lipstick and lipstick products. I'm, and you my like, mind's blown. Right. I was like, I don't know anyone, anyone, anything where they made a billion and a half in 12 hours of doing anything, live events, on stage, you know, a person, like billions, right? Not 100 million, not 500 million, right? And so I'm like, I'm like, okay, hold on a second. I know lives are powerful, really, really powerful when you have the engagement and you do it right. It's like fantastic, but I didn't know it was that fantastic. Mm-hmm. So then I'm going and I'm looking at, okay, what else is happening there? So in China. <laughs> Uh, apparently, mayors are responsible for the production of their constituent. So, where they, when they're not doing good locally, the mayor is responsible for that. So, one of the mayors goes out and helps uh, a mango grower to sell mangoes on a live stream. Who wakes up in the morning and goes like, oh, I know what I need. Three kilos of mango, right? <laughs> he
0: goes oh, like, or or I, I, I've always woken up and said, yeah, I'm going to go buy mangoes online today. Like that's the first thing that's gone through right? my head. How much do you think he sells on that one live stream?
1: <laughs> 30 tons of mango. Oh my that's gosh. a lot of mango. Especially when you consider... This is local because like I'm going to not going to ship mango to, you know, the Mm -hmm. next city or something like that. And it's one live stream with the mayor about mangoes. And again, nobody wakes up going like, dude, you know what I need? Mango, right? So looking at all that stuff and I was like, I know I've done really well with lives, right? I helped my clients make a quarter of a million dollars in uh, in 10 days or $100,000 in a weekend, but they had an audience and they had an offer and it was a high ticket offer. It wasn't lipstick, it wasn't mangoes, right? Like it was big stuff. And I'm like, okay, so what's going on? Looking into that a little bit more. China has, uh, since COVID, revamped the entire live streaming thing so now there are warehouses people in little you know rooms decorated for that specific performer and they're training them on how to do that so retail is finding that in one live stream they can outsell an entire week of retail products
0: wow
1: why And they started selling financial services houses they don't even go to the house they're in a room talking about the inventory that they have and they're selling the houses on a live stream and i'm like okay so then china being china going like hey why are we only doing it in china now they're coming to the us and they're starting to train people in the us and i'm like right and nobody in the us notices right so these guys are making billions right mm-hmm. there's an entire mm-hmm. industry of people who are trained and know how to do live streams right and come here so when we look into the US Frank Kern you know Frank Kern oh yeah. marketer love right? Frank yes awesome guy love him he goes like he does it he does a test and he goes like let me sell my book the way that I sell it with ads yes. you know the same way and then let me do some lives and sell the book outsold with the lives and he goes and he does like you know a whole work out and it goes like live streams outperform all marketing activities. But what are we busy with? Let me write social posts. Let me send an email. (laughs) Let me do more videos. Let me get in YouTube. Right. So there's this entire gold rush happening right now. People are capitalizing on this entire thing. And most people go on live and broadcast. Let me use the same way that I'm doing YouTube videos on my live stream. Why? The whole point is the connection, the engagement, the active participant. Because once you do that, once you're engaging with your audience like that, they go like, "Sure, give me mango,
0: <laughs> right? I need more lipstick." Yeah, Efat. I think what you're the point here that I want Lynchpin Nation to take away is that people are not tired of hopping on another Zoom. They're not tired of hopping on another Instagram Live. They're not. They're not tired of virtual events. They're tired of. Being talked at, yes, and we exactly. need to really recognize that the point of a, a virtual event, something that is live, is connection. Exactly. Uh, I, I mean, I think it's it's easy for us to f- to get that concept in an in person environment, but I think it has been easy for us to forget it in a virtual environment that there are real human beings on either side of the uh, the devices and uh, that is not to be forgotten or taken lightly. I love that you said that
1: because this kind of goes into audience size, right? Every time I start talking about it, people are like, yeah, but you know, this is just one of the promotional matrix. No, it's not promotions, it's connection, right? And then the next objection is like, yeah, but I don't have a big audience. I'm like, okay, let's focus on the audience of one. Because if you had only two contacts on your cell phone, Oprah and Joe Rogan, you're good. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like who needs tens of millions of things? I got the two most important people and I'm good. So an audience of one, it's way more important to get a client from your live than to get a million impressions, right? Because we're business owners and we're doing something in order to build that connection and turn it into our income and the impact and the client and work.
0: Yeah, I was on a uh, a live stream last night with Jesse Itzler, and then Sarah Blakely popped in for a little bit too. It was such a treat. And one line that Jesse said, it was about planning for 2022. And one line that Jesse said that really stuck with me is, more isn't better. Better is better. Yeah. Yeah. It's true, right? And we always forget, I was
1: like, I think it's really funny because... It seems like COVID has changed some things and then we kind of like completely forget what they changed, you know, cause it's been a year ago. But when COVID first started, everybody was locked in their houses. Remember how much we missed these social interactions? Like people were like, loneliness went up, suicide went up, depression went up, right? People in Italy went out to the balconies to sing and stuff like that because we need that social connection. And yet when we come to promoting our business and growing our impact, we're like, connection? let me go, you know, do ads, let me go get impressions. Let, how many likes do I get? Nobody cares about that stuff. And at the end of the day, if God forbid something did happen like COVID and you do end up completely sick on your deathbed or whatever, what matters, you know? And so for me, for example, I, I started talking to my parents in Israel every day. It takes about 30 minutes to an hour. And I was like, oh, that's a lot of, you know, I could be as the entrepreneur brain, right? I need to do all these things. But I'm like, no, 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 it's my time with my parents. I don't know how long they have. I don't know how long I have, right? This time is is precious to me, priceless, right? I'll never skip that. And I think when you start looking at your business like that, at your clients like that, then it beca- it, it, it goes like, OK, where can I build and how can I build the most connection that will ripple and will make the biggest impact? And mm. I think lives are it, because with lives, you're scaling scaling the human connection, right? You're scaling intimacy, as I call it.
0: Yeah. So I want to talk about how you use live streams in your business, how you've used them to grow a huge following and to really stand out and what worked. And, um, and then a little bit into, uh, like one of my favorite things that you talk about, which is your worldview on trust and how to use that to stand out. And, uh, yeah let's, let's talk about let's talk about your business and, and events yeah
1: so uh i don't know if you guys are newbies or have been around for a while or just starting out but when i started with social media it was back in college when facebook came out and it was cricket cricket like nobody except my mom was my biggest fan right and i'm like i don't get this like why 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 am i not getting anything and then google plus came out in beta and i was one of the first 100 people to get invited and if you guys are going like Google, what? You're right. <laughs> right. Nobody got it. The only people that were on that platform were geeks like me, but I found my tribe for the first time ever. I'm there with the people that are just like me tinkering and figuring and all that stuff and Google. And then every time I figure out something, I write a post about here's what you can do. And so I became the G go to gal. And when Google, launched Hangouts On Air, which is basically Facebook Live and YouTube Live and everything you've seen today, uh, I was the first one, I was one of the very first to get access to it in beta. And so I started interviewing like really amazing people, um, senior vice president of Walt Disney, uh, former US ambassador to UN, I popped the Hangout cherry to all those marketers out there <laughs> because <laughs> none of them knew what it was, there was the first time. And, that wasn't it that wasn't the big you know that wasn't a big deal so i built my entire show my entire brand with one show on one platform that most people couldn't care less about right but the thing that built it is something that people still don't do today and this is what i'm trying to preach in this hangout in this podcast i brought the audience in to speak with my guest in real time and i had no idea what they're gonna ask so it was completely unscripted so i'm there with the vice president of walt disney marketing at walt disney and my audience can come in and go, like, hey, sir, so blah, 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 right? And these conversations were so fantastic and engaging that my engagement and my loyalty and my audience started building up. So there was one time where Guy Kawasaki and Gary Vaynerchuk were having their hangout at the same time I was having mine. I went on for three times longer. They went for like 30 minutes. I'm like an hour and a half, right? And at the end of it, I'm like, oh my God, you know, I didn't know. We were at the same time. Probably I lost some of my audience because they're like, so I go look at the numbers. I got four times the views, the engagement, the comments, the shares. And I'm like, well, OK, maybe I'm doing something here, <laughs> right? Like, how am I getting more than Guy and Gary? Well, the reason I was getting more was because Guy and Gary were promoting their book to themselves, talking about themselves, how awesome the book launches and what they're doing, blah, blah. Whereas in my world. We were conversing with a former Euro, uh, Google employee about the validity of Google+, but everybody came in and the conversation was so heated because he was like, Google+, and everybody's like, no, you, you don't understand, we're having this conversation, and fantastic conversations, right? Um, can I cast any of the podcasts? I don't know.
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll just bleep it out. Bleep it out, right? <laughs> But it was
1: so good. And so engaging and traffic came to my site and everything was was fantastic. And from there, Google goes like, wow, look at this girl. She's teaching about Google plus, she has this audience this following, let's hire her and fly her around the world to talk about our products. And I'm like, hey, that's cool. And then from there, I'm like, you know, radio stations and working with the city of Austin and everything. And the whole difference, right, was the fact that I take my audience and I turn them from passive viewers to active participants. Come on in and say whatever you want. And so the biggest fear that most people, when I share this format with them, was like, but what if someone comes in and acts, right? And I was like, yeah, but you know, Sarah, what if someone comes into a hall, right? Or an event in real time and throws a pie in your face? It takes way longer to call security and get them out of the room. And by that time, everybody with their phones, right? Like, oh my God. Whereas when you do it online, all you have to do is kick them off and that, that's it. They're done, right? And there are measures and stuff that you can put in place. So it's a lot more secure than it is to just do a live event in a hotel.
0: Sure, sure. So talk to me a little bit about uh, how you use trust to stand out.
1: Um, exactly that way, right? Because right now we don't know we don't know who to trust. You know, since COVID started, do I wear, wear a mask? Do I not wear a mask? Do I get a vaccine? Do I not get a vaccine? Do you wanna, we, we have, we don't trust anyone. We only trust the people that we already know, that we have a relationship with, right? And that we know kind of like us, right? Cause this whole COVID thing became an identity. So if we're doing this live, if we're doing these videos and this content and all that stuff and not engaging with people, we're just another talking head. If we bring them in and we start having a conversation face to face in real time, there's no gotcha questions because you know what you're doing. And you actually starting to giving to give them a win. I call that a jackpot moment, right? Mm. Someone comes in and goes like, hey, Fat, I'm struggling with getting connection, visibility, sales to my thing. I'm like, okay, great. Tell me about your business, live in front of everybody, right? You come in, you pick my win for free and I give you a win. And then you go away and you go like, oh, it actually worked. This yeah. is great. I guess everything else she's saying is also true, because we work together. So the trust is not being built solely with content, because content is already out there. All the information you've seen, uh, what's his name, Uh, Superman, what's his name, Henry, uh, Henry or something, the actor that plays Superman. Okay. Uh, He went on Colbert and Colbert goes like, so you built your own PC from scratch. He's like, yeah, he's like, why? It's like because I wanted the the experience of doing it. He's like, how do you know how to do it? He's like, YouTube, there's this guy, (laughs) right? So everything you want is already on YouTube. Nobody needs another course, another thing. What we need is like, okay, there are 10 ways to do one thing. Which one of those apply to what I'm trying to do right now at this moment? And if you come in and go like, hey, forget all that stuff. Just take this one little thing, go do that, and you'll get the result. Immediately I'm a trusted advisor and not another marketer or a salesperson or you know a woo-woo that made her money by telling other people how they can make their money, by telling other people how they can make their money.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, yes. Yes, absolutely. So tell me, what types of events do you host right now? I host my show
1: again, like the same uh, the same format where you guys can come in and get your questions about marketing and sales answered in real time. Uh, I'm doing it with a friend of mine, Josh Branson, it's called Leaders Rising Up, because we believe that there is a new kind of leadership that is needed in this time. Um, so that's the virtual one. I have my own community, uh, Action Heroes community, where we meet weekly and we're playing and it's gamified and we have all kinds of challenges and stuff like that to help them build their business. And every once in a while before COVID, we were doing live in-person workshops. you actually, Listen to uh, the information and then you go apply it and then you listen to information and you go apply it. Uh, Those have been working pretty well because people like you said right? it's not to hear the whole thing it's actually how do I become a participant in an event. Uh, That seems to be a lot of fun because people miss the connection they love going into break rooms, they love trying to figure out how to do things together. And it gives you a sense of community, like, wow, we've been through this journey together, right? We kind of cracked this stuff together. Um, so that's fun.
0: Yeah, I think uh, that people can't underestimate the value of uh, community when they host events. Yeah. Uh, people, uh, it, you know, I think people come for one reason, but that they end up staying for another you know, if you're doing kind of like a mastermind, for example, like they, they came maybe to meet you or learn something that you know, but when you do it right, they're staying because of the community that you created that, you know, the serendipity of the room, the, the, the peers that kind of think the same and have the same aspirations. And it's super valuable. You just brought up a really great point that I I think a lot of people are missing out when
1: they say community, there's a difference with there's a difference between community and a fan club. And what you describe right now is a community. It's the serendipity between the members. It's the connection between the members. So even if the creator leaves for six months, it's still a community, right? Because they're connected to each other. Most groups and Facebook groups and clubs and stuff like that out there are very much fan clubs, right? If Brandon Burchard doesn't show up, Nobody else does because they're not connected. They don't know each other. If the guests don't show up, then nobody shows up. It's more of a course or like you know, like a, a post and comments on it. But unless the members of the community are connected,
0: it's not a community. Yeah, you uh, brought up Brendan Burchard, one of my favorite mentors. And uh, I love how he talks about um, fan clubs. He says you do not want raving fans yeah you want connoisseurs you want people who appreciate uh and value what you're offering uh so much that they you know they become ambassadors themselves and uh you know a sommelier for example like you you just you don't want uh raving fans because yeah they're not connected to each other they're connected to you. And, uh, and like as you said, if, as if you, it is, <laughs> yeah, if you wanted to depart, right. you want, you want the community to run itself. And, uh, the same goes in an, in an event environment, um, that when done right, the community still wants to stay connected and that will make you so much more valuable as a leader, as, as a leader. Uh, yeah incredibly there's there's another
1: good thing that uh an important thing i think relevant to where we are right now is that there's a migration because of privacy uh breaches by facebook and and other under technology companies there's a migration into private groups right and more uh single-minded communities right where people connect based on the shared passions and ideas and stuff like that. And I think this is a huge opportunity that if you're not paying attention to right now and you're not building your own community right now, you're going to be really, really sorry in a year or two that you didn't.
0: Hey, I don't want you to miss out. Did you know that this conversation always continues inside the Lynchpin Nation community? It's a free modern discussion forum exclusively for Green Room Central listeners that will have a profound impact on the way you look at events in your business. Get answers to your biggest questions, hear behind the scenes nuggets from event leaders, and get access to helpful templates, guides, and checklists as you start and scale events in your business. Be part of the daily discussion with entrepreneurs just like you. You can join for free over at greenroomcentral.com. I'll see you inside. Yeah. Uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> couldn't agree more. And that is why I am starting one myself. Uh, so I want to shift gears just a little bit. You and I have chatted about uh, building casinos in the past. And I want you to share that philosophy here because it just kind of wowed me. And, and I want everyone here in Lynchpin Nation to hear about it. So
1: if you, uh, if you recall my story from like five minutes ago, where I built my entire brand on Google+, then you probably know that two years ago, Google had a bowel movement, decided to shut down Google+, and seven years of content and relationship and branding and ranking just disappeared, right? Um, and so from there, uh, I have this new philosophy. Well, I had that philosophy in Google+, which is why I was driving people to my site, but even more so don't build your home on rented properties or don't build all your home on trend, uh, rented properties. And when you do it right now, most people are like, find me on YouTube, subscribe and like, <laughs> um, you know, follow me on Facebook, find me on LinkedIn. No, all this stuff is other people's casino. So what you're doing, if you're going live and you're going live in YouTube and Facebook and LinkedIn and all that stuff, and you do it at the same time, fantastic. But then you always have to bring them back to your own properties. You have to own your audience. And the way to do that is to give them what I call the jackpot moment, right? That we talked about in live. They coming in, they're talking to you in real time. You're giving them a win. Everybody sees that win. They're going like, why Right? they got a jackpot moment? And what does everybody else want? Same success, the same wins that they just saw someone else get. And then they're coming to your home, your own property your own website, engage with you. You get the wins. You give wins again, right? You delight. And as they like the delightness, right? We say we delight for free and continued delight is what they're paying for, but they have to get delighted first. And everybody else sees that you are the one who is like handing out these wins, bringing them to your own casino. Because otherwise, if they're playing somewhere else, A, it's going to be very hard to bring them in. It's going to be very hard to monetize them. You're going to be going to other people because, you know, seeing them spending their money over there and going like, no, 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 but my casino is really awesome. Come over here. right. So the entire strategy has to be how do I build my home on my own properties while I'm leveraging where everybody else is? And the easiest way to do that is if everybody is hearing the ching from your casino while they're wasting their money everywhere else, they're going like, "Hey, over there, <laughs> the money! I hear the I hear the coins falling. Let's go get to where the coins are." And they're coming to your own home, and you start owning your own audience.
0: Yeah, you know, you mentioned jackpot moments. You know, when you're able to get a win for somebody while you're live together, and uh, and and I want to. Um, underline that because that, that trick, if you will, uh, that tactic is so valuable inside of a virtual event, inside of an in-person event when you're making an offer. So I always teach that when you make an offer after that in the event should always be uh, what, you know, a, a hot seat situation, Uh, where you're offering the opportunity to coach people live and in those jackpot moments are happening and you're, you're coaching somebody one-on-one, but the audience, all of your guests are watching and it allows the the guests to um, have this vision of themselves in that seat down the road, getting transformed, having that aha, getting that jackpot moment themselves. So when they see you do it with somebody else, they can picture themselves in that same space. And that makes the, uh, you know, your, your conversion ratios for your offer inside of your event that much higher.
1: Totally. I had a one of my previous coaches, um, I was volunteering at one of his events. And so he had an event in Austin and I went there and there were about 30, 40 people in a room and he walks down and he goes like, okay, it was a two day event. And he's like, okay, we're going to get money from your email list right now. I'm just going to go one by one and you tell me what you do and I'm going to tell you exactly what what email to send. Right. And he was like this quick, right? Like, hey, what are you selling? What that stuff? Okay, send this. What are you selling? What that stuff? Send this, right? The next day, he comes back, who, who got offers, who got some sales? I got two, I got five, I got six, How's that? and I was like, whoa. And then he goes like, okay, so if you are going to continue doing that, here's my program, 10K, Psh, I'm in. I <laughs> just saw what happened, right, to all these guys. And I was in, even though I hired a coach for 10K before, and he was all full of it. And I was like, never again, why right? don't need anyone? And then I come in, and I was like, Oh my God, look at that. Not only is he fast, not only is he accurate, but like, look how he switched for every person and how he's able to kind of like, without manipulation, give you a good sales hook in an email. I was like, I want to work with that. So, but the problem is (laughs) what he did, it's kind of like what happened in Vegas, stayed in Vegas. Because nobody outside that room knew that people were getting wins and jackpots and going like, wow, this is so awesome, right? All I'm saying is let's shift that. What happens in Vegas doesn't stay in Vegas. You want everybody to see all the people in your casino getting jackpots because once they do, they're going like exactly what you said, Sarah. I want that. I want that. Here's my over. Okay, yeah. super easy. And the nice part about the whole thing, you don't have to go around going like I'm so smart. I can do this. Look, I've you know, people see you helping, getting result in real time. You take that live, and now you repurpose it for everything else. So no more content creation, no more slaving over articles, no more like, oh, what should I write about? Take that same live session, 15, 30 minutes, turn that into ample videos, audios, podcasts, memes, social posts, images, everything, right? Mm -hmm. you got tons of content. So imagine what your life will look like if you didn't have to create content anymore, if all you did was connect with people, give them wins, and then say, you want more wins? Here's my casino.
0: Let's do it. Exactly. So w- why is your casino, your, your community called Action Heroes? Because I got tired, honestly, of people <laughs> who want things but don't want to take
1: action to achieve them. Right? And I'm like, you're in this community if you're going to take consistent action towards your dream. Because then you get what you want. I get to enjoy the fact that you got what you want. And that gives meaning to my life. And other people get see that you're getting what you want. And then it's internal marketing, right? Like inbound marketing. I don't need to go out and tell everybody because you're going out telling everybody who helped you get your dreams. So the hardest thing I think coaches have and consultants is trying to push a wet noodle, right? <laughs> I want to do it, <laughs> I want to do it, do you? Come on, because if you did, you're going to get there. Um, and so my community is all about taking action. It's not about information. Like we said, all the information is out there on YouTube. You don't need me to give you another course. In reality, my course is kind of like the obstacle to your results, right? If you're saying, I'm here and I wanna get here and I'm saying, great, now here's 50 hours of video. You're like, ah, <laughs> right? But if I can just give you one thing to go take action on and now you're here and then one thing and now you're here and one thing are you're here, Slowly moving towards your, uh, your desired results. And that's really what you want. You don't want more information. You need a trusted advisor, someone to hold the bike for you. But you have to decide that you're going to get on the bike to begin with and start pedaling yourself as I hold your bike seat. Otherwise, I'm not going to... Otherwise, it's not... It's, you know, there's nothing to do together. <laughs> Go get convinced that you want to ride a bike. If you do, come here. We'll help you do it.
0: Oh, I absolutely love that. I, I think there's no better teacher than taking action. Yeah. And uh, love that you're creating a community of, you know, action takers, which are naturally people who just want to continue to level up and uh, ask questions, learn, do, uh, get better. And I think that's probably why they want to stay in your community, too, is because you've you're you're careful with your cur- curation of of making sure that the, the right people are in the room. And that's so important when we're we're figuring out like who, um, you know, we're letting in to as, as a registrant for our events, because when you just let everybody in, yes, you may have a full room, but you're not going to the magic is not going to happen. Magic. It's all about the magic, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this has been so fun. I want to switch uh, into our little rapid fire segment here. And my first question for you is what is your mindset backstage and on stage? What do you say to yourself?
1: Before I, before you're
0: gonna be, you know, in front of a big group of people speaking. Like, what do you say to yourself? Because there's so many people in this community uh, of listeners who are afraid to take that next step of being live with people. Like, they're really good at hiding behind funnels and social media and planned things.
1: There's a there's a little system I developed. It's called the peanut butter and jelly. Uh, method. And it's very, I know, right? (laughs) You're like, peanut butter, what? Um, And it actually, it really helps you get out of your head and into uh, into what you're doing. So for example, um, it's very unnatural for us to speak to a motionless camera. Nobody does it. Nobody does it successfully. If you look at uh, Gary Vee, when he started wine library, there was a guy behind the camera, he wasn't talking to himself. Uh, Grant Cardone, he's in a studio, he's talking to people, um, uh, Marie folio she's in a studio. She's talking, we never, like none of the successful people have just started with like them and their phone talking to themselves and then hoping that something will happen. Mm. And there's a reason because we need the cues, right? We need the, the verbal, the non-verbal cues to know, are we on point or are we not on point? So when you're just trying to do it on yourself and you're on a podium and you're trying to explain something, how would you know if you're, resonating if there's no one person there going like, yeah, I got you. Or like, huh? Like just what we did, right? Like what? Right? Because if this was uh, alive and I was commenting and you're asking a question, I'd be like, "Uh, what do you mean? And now we're like in chat trying to explain to each other what you mean. Yeah. Instead, right? You bring them on and all your focus is on them. I want you to be able to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So I need to tell you, hey, Sarah, go to the refrigerator or cupboard bring up the uh bring out the bread watching you do it right take two slices of bread watching you do it now put a peanut butter on it you're like how oh go get a knife <laughs> right <laughs> put a bit of how do I right and now you're what I'm watching you doing the what I'm trying to teach you and I'm watching how you're doing it and making sure that you're doing it right for you so now it's no longer about me looking all awesome and everything it's about can I communicate what you need in order to end up with a peanut butter and jelly sandwich right and by the end of it, what do you think you're like oh my God she's a great cook. Because look at her I didn't have to say man I went to your cooking school and I got five Michelin stars all who cares about that right she can teach me how to create souffle. <laughs> I can never make that stuff and now I can so what I would tell you is move the focus away from yourself to someone else and in order to do that you have to talk to people in real time face to face and if you can't watch yourself in the uh, on the video i think there's a setting in zoom that allows you not to see your own camera so you don't have to look at yourself so yes. all you look at is you is the person that you're helping and now you're just focusing on them and helping them get a jackpot moment a peanut butter and jelly
0: oh. I love that. I love that. Uh, I want you to share your best tip for filling events.
1: My best thing. Okay. So the internet has matured. <laughs> we are beyond the point that webinars are exciting or, uh, speakers are great. Come listen to all my speaker panels and all that stuff, right? Cause I can watch it twice as fast without you later on. Right? So change that to a workshop hands-on workshop and the biggest thing is like less information more doing right so we're going to come here I'll give you 20 minutes and then you go for 10 minutes and do it and what happens is a few things one they realize how much they don't know yet because how much can you really do in 10 minutes or even 15 minutes right even if I give you like a really small task hey go to Canva and create this graphic you're going to be looking at the pictures and the images and the colors and the stuff right by the end of it, you have something and now you go back and you go like "Ifat, look at this, is it good, is it not good right, you need that feedback. And when you move the event from me talking and showing you how smart I am to me telling you go get the bread we're going to make peanut butter and jelly. By the end of it, you go like fantastic I can make peanut butter and jelly let's move to omelets. And that is my next course,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: omelet creation.
0: <laughs> and, and here it is for 97 it is. You can get it there. <laughs> Take my course on omelet making. Oh, yes. Yes. Love that. And, and you're saying that that's your best tip for filling events is shifting from like, hear me speak to like, let's go do this together because that is going to be the thing that gets people to want to register. Yeah, if you think about
1: this right? most people are getting stuck in the doing right because we're afraid to fail, especially new people right and we hate doing this publicly. Because we don't want to see we don't want everybody to see us failing, so we don't even try right because oh my God, but if you take it to zoom and you're doing breakout rooms and in the privacy of your own uh zoom event you're breaking out your rooms and all of a sudden you realize man i'm not the only idiot in the room they're having a challenge with this too and they're having a challenge with this too and we're overcoming together and now it becomes this thing of like wow i finished the event with a book in my hand now i need to market it oh she's marketing books let me go with her right it changes the entire dynamic and i think you and i met at michael roderick mm-hmm. uh, event right mm-hmm. So if you guys don't know about this, this is a monthly meeting where they're doing just that, networking in breakout rooms and people actually talking to each other and and building these connections. So, and everybody's showing up, why? Because they're so much fun, you get to meet people and it's not a lecture. You don't have to sit there going
0: like, oh yeah. yeah." Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, that was amazing and I'm so glad we met. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so what's the best thing about hosting events for you? For me, it's the light bulb.
1: It's the just seeing the people, you know, starting somewhere and ending somewhere else. Uh, The the last one I did was a five-day challenge from A to Z without the BS in the middle. So it's kind of like, how do we start with nothing? And we end up with a website, an email list, a lead magnet, going live, everything in five days. And when we started, people didn't even know how to record a video on their phone and upload it to YouTube. I'm like, really? And then... (laughs) (laughs) I'm <laughs> like the stuff I take for granted, right? <laughs> and, then, uh, and then by the end of it, they're doing lives and they're creating lead magnets and all that stuff. And that transformation to me, that was like, wow, people now have faith in themselves that they can move on and actually make their dreams a reality. And that is the most satisfying feeling ever. And I love um, to teach.
0: <laughs> yeah. Do you have a, a favorite moment at every event where you're like, this is my favorite part. I think
1: people coming back from the breakout rooms and going like, what did we learn? Right? Because mm. it's really interesting. You think you think one thing, and then they come up with something completely different. Um, you're like, hey, everybody should be on this page, and then you realize, oh no, I missed two steps before. It's kind of like, hey, put the peanut butter on. There's no knife. Oh yeah, next time, remember, bring the knife. <laughs> Stuff, right? So, what's fun about this? As content creators and courses and and coaches and all that stuff is that most of the time when we create a course in silo we try to think about all these things but we're already experts we don't even know what kindergarten is struggling with right and so we go in creating this expert course and people come in and go like oh no right but when you do it this way you go like oh yeah forgot the knife. everybody, bring the knife. Okay, now we're moving on. And then by the end of it, you have an entire course because you discovered along the way what people need specifically to create peanut butter and jelly. Mm,
0: Yeah. And that's such a great point you're making that you can create a course live uh, on your first try um, because of this whole peanut butter and jelly thing, which is just so, I love the description. It gets at the heart of teaching and so simple uh thank you (laughs) yeah you know what's interesting is like we're so busy everybody wants
1: to look good right like and that is our biggest fear that was mine right when I started I was like I don't want to look stupid right I know my shit but I don't you know what if they mm?" uh and when the whole focus is on you everything sets in anxiety, panic, how my hair, my clothes, my pants, my thing, my makeup, my hair, everything. Right. But when you shift that and now you're, instead of selling, you're serving completely different dynamic. Um, and people feel that, and then you don't have to sell. All you have to say is like, okay, who wants more?
0: So good. (laughs) So, so good. Uh, I'd love to know what you're reading right now. Uh, I
1: listened to a lot of audio books on, uh, YouTube, the YouTube university. (laughs) And I listened to, uh, Tim Ferris tools. And after I listened to it, I was like, okay, I need to get the book. So the book is like this thick and it's basically, he summarized all his interview and everything, and just got the best points from every interview. And it's about, uh, three section body, mind, and, uh, Sick business or something. See how good I read it. But he's like, you just read it like it's not it's not continuous, you just open and you read the one article, and then you can switch it. Uh, so that's really working for me, because building a business, it's hard for me to stay through. So it's just like, okay, what do I need for today? Mm, really yeah, cool stuff in there.
0: I think the uh, there's so much truth in what you just said about how building a business, you really need to stay laser focused on what do i need right now because when we try to accumulate all of the information that we're going to need for the whole journey (laughs) it just really weighs us down and slows us down from making progress we do really need like the nugget at a time which is why again goes back to your whole like let's make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich one step at a time in a live workshop uh why it's so uh impactful and uh for your guests and if you think about it nobody's teaching how to make a
1: peanut butter and jelly either we assume that you already know or we're so general because we're afraid this is what we're selling we're selling how to make it so we're afraid that if we're going to tell you you need a knife now you don't need it and you're going to figure it out on your own and the thing is like once you have the ch- the peanut butter and jelly now you want something else you're like okay i'm done with it so every time you solve an issue there's another issue that comes out because of that issue you, you can never like you just said you can't know the entire journey at one time. It's always the next step. But if you gave them the next step, they want to take the next step with you, right? right. So give them complete peanut butter and jelly. Don't leave out the knife. <laughs> Let them have their own thing. Enjoy it. Feel the nutritional you know value of the whole thing. And then they go like, I think mean, now I'm ready for crumble. I never made crème brûlée, so that's why, like, why I go out my biggest thing. I'm like, how do you make it? I don't know.
0: <laughs> crème brûlée is delicious, and now I want to go figure out how to make it. How to make one, right? <laughs> <laughs> so what have you got going on right now that uh, Lynchpin Nation should know about, and where can they find you? So I uh,
1: have come to the realization that... A lot of people want to go online right now. We have the great resignation. People are coming on and they get overwhelmed with all all the options. And they're really afraid to take the next step. And most of the reasons why is because when we start, right, our business is our baby and it's a reflection of ourselves and we kind of feel like everybody's judging me. So I took the best of my trainings and I'm like, okay, what about I teach you how to make $1,000 a month in 90 days by providing a service to other people. Now, I'm not saying this will be the forever service. I'm not saying anything like that. I'm saying like, let's make the money, get the experience, and then I'll help you build your own dreams or whatever it is that you wanna do. But you'll know by the end of it that you can do it, that you have a peanut butter and jelly in your hand, right? And when you're starting your business, you'll start from abundance because money is already gonna be flowing in. So it's called $1,000 in 90 days. Um, You can find it on from Sy tosoldout.com, 1,000. Um, and uh, I'd love to I'm launching this in beta for the new year, uh, about 20, 2030 people. Same reason why we talked about, right? We're going to do it together. Uh, it's going to be a quarter of the price of what it's going to end up being, but you get to work with me in real time to get $1,000 dollars a month from providing a service to business owners.
0: Ah, oh, I love that. And we'll, we'll link up that, um, that URL in the show notes, uh, anywhere else where they should find you aside from there. If you want to
1: come to our show and if you want to pick my brain and Josh's brain, and you have one question about marketing or sales leaders rising up, we're starting that show in January. Love to have you watch it, be a part of it, share it, show up. Um, and, uh, and on my telegram I'll uh, share with you my telegram link. It's, uh, A marketing channel where you can just get a bunch of me without the algorithm interrupting
0: you (laughs) oh awesome i'll put that in the show notes as well thank you so much for being here today i really appreciate it me too thank you for listening to the green room central podcast if you loved this episode then please take a screenshot on your phone and post it to instagram and be sure to tag at sarah and let me know why you liked it and what you'd like to hear or who you'd like to hear from in the future. That'll help me to know what to create for you. If right now you're thinking, Sarah, yes, an event is going to happen, but but here's the thing. I have a sizable team who can make this happen, but we need someone to teach us how. Then go to sarahfaefer.com right now to book a private workshop. You'll get a customized two-day virtual workshop for your team. During the workshop, everyone will learn a repeatable framework that can be used to start or scale events in your business. You'll then create a roadmap as a team so that everyone leaves the workshop with a shared vision for how to move forward with confidence. On average, I spend about an hour a day reading every month of every year. If you love learning on the go as much as I do, go to greenroomcentral.com to get a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial of Audible, my audiobook platform of choice. Try Tools of Titans by Tim Ferriss like EFOT or one of my favorite books on productivity, Michael Hyatt's Free to Focus. I appreciate your commitment to leveling up and learning the mindset and strategy of live events. Keep going, keep learning. If you want more, head over to greenroomcentral.com for show notes and all the links from today's episode.